Welcome to a live preaching message from the Manhattan branch of Lycos International Church in New York City, where the Word of God is imparted clearly, practically, and comprehensively for present-day living. Our aim is to provide a solid foundation of Bible-based instruction to our church members to equip them to preach and teach the gospel wherever they might be. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message.
again. Do you believe it? Come on. You Come on. For the last time, come on. You are great, you are. You are great, you are great. 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 Everything, everything written about you is Come on now. Come on now. Oh, yes. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we bless you, God. You are indeed great. We serve a mighty God. And that is why we have our being. We are grateful for keeping us, for protecting us, for preserving us. Thank you for even causing us to be here. As according to your word, may you satisfy us with the goodness of your house. May we not live here the same. May we live here healed. May we live here with joy. May we live here with strength, emotional strength, psychological strength, financial strength. Lord, strength in our physical bodies in the name of Jesus. We bless you. We honor you in Jesus' name. And let the saints say, Put your hands together for Jesus and let's also give a big a crap offering unto the apples. Wow. God bless you. God bless you, all of you. Eva, can you, can you just please move to the first pew? A lot of people standing on my right hand side and then also um, if you are be behind Brother George and also you nurture it for it to come into being and one of the things that we should trust God to do as young parents is the colleges that you want your kids to do to go to take them to visit those colleges Hallelujah. Massachusetts has one of the, Massachusetts State is one of the states that it has a lot of good unis. Hallelujah. You know, so as we are going to Boston, you know, let's take the opportunity. If you're in New York, it's not far from here. It's about probably three and a half hours drive. Drive there after the camp. Just take your child to maybe humans to Cambridge to um, um, Harvard, MIT, those into uh, um, yeah, so many of them, so many good colleges. Are you with me, please? You know, one time I took I took one of the girls to Princeton. You know, it was an interview time, and then we went there. And then in the elevator, sorry that I'm saying this, 
but it's some, some of the things that I, I have learned in life. Are you with me? Yeah. And the people that we came to meet, that is what they do. So in the elevator, we met a young uh, a woman and a child. And the child was very young. So I, I asked them, did you come for the conference? He said, yes. So, but your child, is, your child looks very young. He said, oh, yeah. Um, he or she, I've forgotten whether male or female, is not going to college yet. She has a few more years ahead. I said, why are you here? I said, oh, we are. So why are you coming from? I said, we, are, we came from Florida. We want to, I want to bring him or her to look around here because he wants to come to Princeton. Hallelujah. So if you want your child to go to some of these places, anything we want to have, it is the word of God. When God says in his word, see, see means that pay attention. Let it become a revelation. Hallelujah. You purpose in your hand. And last Tuesday I was saying in the, Bible of, uh, uh, the Tower of Babel that Nimrod did not build the tower, but he saw something. He wanted to build a tower that will go to the Lord. And then the Bible says that God saw what they are doing. They intend. That means even though it was here, God acknowledged it. Hallelujah. And it confirms Ephesians 3.20 that now unto him that is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask and think. Two powerful prayer points that we can have. Are you with me? So anytime that you take your child to some of these places, something can easily register to the child. And right there, the child, if the child wants to go there, you know, Time will not allow me. Sometimes we say that in-state schools are cheaper. I can prove to you that not all in-state colleges are cheaper. That is another topic, another time. Hallelujah. So are we going to go to their camp? Why am I saying all this? I'm saying this to say that let's register after or now. Or now you cannot, don't do it now. After service, register and take advantage of the $50. Hallelujah. I've registered. I've registered the kids. I've registered everybody that I would like to, him or her to come. Hallelujah. And then Papa will be here around us, about around Pittsburgh. It's a conference not being organized by Lighthouse. It's being organized by another church, and he is one of the main speakers speaking two different days. So, and we are being encouraged to come. Are you with me, please? And I believe that when you go, when we go, by all means, once we are there, he will make time also trying to meet us. You cannot meet Bishop Dark and you will not get something. Hallelujah. And some of these meetings, not like he is going to preach to you. Sometimes a counsel advice for being in the United States and it can change your life. Hallelujah. So I posted it and let's, let's trust God to do a GTWC, Give Thyself Holy Conference, first through fourth August. It's a conference that I have attended many, and it's a blessing. So let's trust God and to visit back home. Add it. If you are planning to be in back home, Ghana, where many of us we come from, then add the conference to your vacation. By the time you finish the conference and come down from Mampon, 
to Accra. All the people who will come and queue behind your door for the rent, your child's, child's tuition fee, for what are some of the things that they come for? Hospital bills that I'm supposed to do surgery, but I don't have the money. All these stresses will be taken away on the mountain, and then you will come back with joy. Is it a good thing, please? <laughs> Hallelujah. Well, last week, last week I, I said, can I preach now? I've, I've preached, you know, if you can take something, it's really the word of God. Hallelujah. Um, last week, we were talking about tithing, and we said that will be the last one. Thank God. Today, we are going to start, and for the next few Sundays, we are going to talk about a new subject. Hallelujah. Those who are offended. Turn to your neighbor. Have you been offended before? <laughs> How many times? How many times? In this church, have you been offended? Adipa, have you been offended before? Hmm? So many times in this church. The other time you were telling me something, you were about to cry on the phone concerning somebody and your child. Forgive. <laughs> the way Pastor Nana prays, I don't think Pastor Nana has been offended before. Kwabna, have you been offended before? Hey. Even the mosquito in your net, she herself. <laughs> All mosquitoes that bite, they are the female mosquitoes. Do you know that? Oh. Oh, do I have... Am I saying something here? Oh. That was a professor's uh, uh, um, 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 thesis and an experiment from Manchester University, UK. Oh, yes. The person came back home. Ghana. I said, what are you here? I said, I'm coming, going to all the regions to catch mosquitoes. How can you catch mosquitoes? They wanted to find out how they can get more male mosquitoes to, 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 to breed more than the female ones so that the, the biting of mosquitoes in Africa will reduce. Hallelujah. Yeah, so the mosquitoes in our nest, normally they are females, help me. <laughs> Matthew chapter 18, please. Matthew chapter 18, verse 7. King James. Whoa! King James. Woe unto the world because of offenses. Are we in the world? Woe unto the world. And then Jesus did not, and if you even leave the rest, it says, woe unto the world because of offenses. That means offenses are in the world. They are with us. Hallelujah. 
So long as you are not an island and you are not living in a vacuum and you live with human beings or people, you know, say woe unto you because of what offenses to me and you. Hallelujah. And then he says that for it must needs be, and that is a very strong statement. It must needs be. That means whether you like it or yes. There's no alternative. Offenses, that offenses come. It must need be. It must. Hallelujah. No matter who you are, you can be a bishop, you can be a bishop, you can be a reverend, you can be a pastor, you can be anyone, a president of the United States, you can be a shepherd, you can be a Christian for years, for years and years and years. That is why, if I want to give everyone opportunities here, tell me, how many offenses have you encountered in this, only, this church only, that you come here only Sunday? Hallelujah. It must, that is why I said it must need be. It must, it, that means it is necessary evil. It is an evil thing. Hallelujah. But it is necessary that it, have, it must come. But woe, and then because anything that will cause people to feel pain, to go through difficulties, to go through unpleasant situations, God does not take it lightly. Hallelujah. That is why if you read the Bible, you will find out that the Israelites, God said, these people, because they have taken my people through bondage and affliction, I will deliver my people and also I will punish them. So the punishment was that he hardened Pharaoh's heart. So that he will keep the people for long. And the plagues will continue to go on and on and on and on. Hallelujah. By the time they left, they were, they were crying. There was wailing and gnashing because they lost a lot. God destroyed their finances, destroyed their homes, destroyed their rivers. Destroyed, at the end of the day, took away their, fair, their firstborns. Firstborns were the people who were going to be the next kings. And that is why the Bible says that in heaven, there's no sorrow, no pain, no thing. Anyone who will cause these things, you cannot make it there. And it tells me that if you cause sorrows and pain and agony and difficulties and hurt to people, that's why the Bible is saying over here, by woe to that by whom the offense cometh. Yeah. Because the person who will be offended, if the person does not handle it well, the person, it can take the person into another, another thing. Hallelujah. Any offense that is not hand, that cannot be handled well. The Bible, use, the Bible uses the word master it. Hallelujah. Number one, points, please. Can I give points here? I pray that God will heal us by the time we go through this series. Apache, I believe that we are. Many of us are long-standing members, but the truth is that we have also gone through a lot of pain, a lot of hurt in this church. Hallelujah. Are you with me? 
Yeah, that sometimes it's not by the person sitting by you, not by, but sometimes even by the leadership, the fact that we are meeting here, sometimes you get hurt, you get angry. What a shock. <laughs> Number one, there will be offenses that will hurt you. Hmm. And that is what it means. And then number two, there will be offenses that will anger you. Genesis chapter 4. Hmm. Jesus was using the, uh, Matthew 18 to predict that a time will come. Maybe today you are happy. Hallelujah. Maybe today you are excited about the church. Maybe today you are, you, are, you are happy about the relationship. Maybe to, today you are happy about your job. Hallelujah. Maybe today you are, happy about, you are happy because you are in the United States. But it was a prediction that once you are still under in the world, no, all these things can bring offense unto you. Hallelujah. Are you with me? Genesis chapter 4. Genesis, give me the AMPC, Contemporary Amplified. It's a story that we all know, Cain and Abel. Hallelujah. Let's start from one quickly, Pastor Nana. And Adam knew Eve as his wife, and she became pregnant and bore Cain. And she, lay, and she said, I have gotten and gained a man with the help of the, the Lord. Lord. Verse 2, please. Mm-hmm. And next she gave birth to his brother Abel. And Abel was a keeper of sheep, but Cain was a tiller of the ground. Mm-hmm. Verse 3, please. And in the course of time, Cain brought to the Lord an offering of the fruit of the ground. I want and you to picture two people, especially in the house of God, or maybe in the family. Hallelujah. Amen. That we have a family of two, and... One is Abel, one is Cain. And then they wanted to give according to the word of God. Then the next one, and Abel brought of the firstborn of his flock and of the fat portions. And the Lord had respect and regard for Abel and for his what? Offering. Offering. Then what happened? Verse 5. One was accepted, one was not accepted. Hallelujah. Then verse 5. But the king and his offering, he had no respect or regard. So Cain was exceedingly, what? Angry and and indignant. And he looked sad and what? Depressed. This is what the um, offense brings. Hurt. Anger. Um, What I said, the word, the word. Hurt. Anger. You look sad. You, any time that you are angry and you are hurt and you are depressed, it shows in your face. You don't need to say it to anyone. 
in those days that I was in the city that I used to take the normal six train, anytime I sit in the train, you can see some of the brethren around you, you know, the way United States is treating them. Sometimes you can see right at the face that this person is, there's a heavy spirit on the person. Yeah. And you'll find out that maybe the documentation is not changed. Maybe the job is not what the person wants. There's so many things. Oh, yes. But those who are not offended by the United States, you see, you see the joy. You see, you know, oh, yes. Many of those that they share their music to the, to the neighborhood and everything, you find that many of them are citizens. <laughs> they take a whole speakers that we put in our living room they put it in, the, in their vehicle and then they begin to be generous to everybody in their neighborhood and share the music oh, what a laugh <laughs> hallelujah Amen. are you with me please yeah. yeah I met one young man who <laughs> He told me that, Pastor, I need a lot of money. I said, why? He said, I hit somebody's car, you know, and I had to use all my money to fix it. But why didn't you call insurance? Me? Insurance? If the police comes, they will take me to Mexico. Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> Such a person will not pick, put that big speaker in his car in the first place. <laughs> Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? The next one, verse 6. Verse 6. And the Lord said to Cain, Why are you angry? And why do you look sad and depressed and re dejected? Mm, why, do you, why are you angry? Anger comes with depression and dejection. It comes to offenses. Yeah. Yes. And anger is coming from because you are offended. Cain was offended because he was not accepted. The song that he was singing, we didn't clap for her. Or we didn't clap for him. He played the drums and we said that, oh, you, when you play the drums, people don't dance. We, we want, we want uh, Joel to come and do it. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. Look, I'm telling you something here. And at home, the same thing. You have two children bringing gifts to you. Sometimes as a parent, if you don't take care, even some of the statements that we make, we get one of them angry. And sometimes you see that the conversation is going on, the person will just slowly move into his or her room. It's not a good sign. It's not a good sign. Hallelujah. Especially when we compare them in terms of education, in terms of physical appearance, in terms of many things. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? But if you have two or more children, you'll find out that kids are not the same. The same DNA from two people, but they, are, they will still not be the same. Hallelujah. Are you with me, brethren? Yes, yeah. And then God gave the counsel, verse 7. Let's seven. pay attention to it. It says that if, if you, you do, do well, well you, you will not be what? Accepted. Will, will, will you, you not be accepted? be accepted? That's the question. If yes. you do well, will you not be accepted? And, and if, if you do not do well, sin crouches at your door. It is its it desire, desire is, for is for what? It's for you. It's for you. Every offense 
has a potential to tip you into sin. Oh, yes. And the sin is the anger. And the anger is a strong, a strong emotion. If you don't control it well, it leads into something else. That you yourself, you will be shocked what you can do. Am I saying something here, please? Oh, yes. Be ye angry. There's nothing wrong with that. If you are at home and you, are don't, you don't get angry as a leader, guess what? You can easily destroy the home. If you're a pastor and sometimes you don't get a leader, you don't get angry, you can destroy the, the people that you are leading. You need to get angry. And everyone is entitled to get angry. That's why the Bible says, be ye angry, but sin not. That means control the anger. God used the word must. It says that its desire is for you, but you must do what? Master it. Master the anger. Master the offense. Walk to the world that offenses what? Come. It must needs be. It must. It must. It is something that nobody can control it. Offenses will always be around us. Master it. Tell the person sitting by you, master the offenses that come into your life. Otherwise, it will kill you. No, no. It can kill your dreams. It can kill your aspirations. People get angry because offenses at work. And some people take their everything and say, I quit the job. Not knowing where, which job that he is going or she is going to go to. Yeah. How many have you offended by their, their, at their workplace before? Sometimes they pile you the work so much that you wonder why, why, why are you, you know, somebody was telling me, so anytime that I move my car, my vehicle to go to work, the first thing I do, I call the floor that I'm going to be. The person is a nurse, you know, the floor that I, I'm going to be. Then I called, they told me the floor, and the floor was manageable. You know, those who, who work in the hospital environment, in the homes and things, all the floors are not the same. Are, are you with me, please? Yeah. <laughs> so, he said she called. Then, after the call, 10 minutes after, another call came from the manager. He mentioned her name and said that, you are not going to be on that floor, you are going to be this. He said, Reverend, that time, the thing that I have put under, he came, and I became angry, and I really gave it to the manager. <laughs> you are fired right there. <laughs> yeah, it happens. You can't control it. You can't control. Sometimes the managers are also look. The way to understand managers is that put your shoes in their shoes. They look at the number of patients here. They don't have anyone. You are the only person that you have, you, have, you have shown up. You know, you are here. You get it. Once you are here, then we need to give you the, the work must be done. Only that they can't tell you that, you know what? Do what you can and leave the rest. <laughs> but in their heart, in their spirit, they know that you can't do it. Oh, yes. They know that you can't handle it. 
this number of people that you're going to give medication. Somebody told me that when I, by the time I don't finish the morning session, and then the afternoon people will be queuing to come for the afternoon. Hey! So the ones that you don't need, the pink here, this one here, this one, the small, small, small things, they just throw it away somewhere, and then they continue to move on. May the Lord help us, oh. That's why we have to confess this thing, so every day. <laughs> Number three, there will be offenses that will produce resentment and hatred. Yeah, that is what happened to um, Cain. That offense for not being accepted, it produced resentment. And he hated his brother to the point that we all know the story. He killed his brother. He did not master the offense. The counsel that God gave to him, he did not do it. At the end of the day, he killed his. his. And then, guess what? The punishment that God gave. Because when you don't master it and you react, you pay for it. You pay dearly for the consequences. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yes. What takes us? You know, sometimes relationships, we start very well. We love each other. And sometimes it is said that you know, the way things are going in the beginning of this relationship, people think that something like that, offense, this guy cannot offend me. This lady cannot offend me. Yeah, the way we talk all the time, the way we stay on the phone. One brother told me they will be on the phone, you know, those days when we were on the 43rd Street. You know, they will be, beloved, they will be on the phone and the phone will die and they will put the charger on and then they will talk and talk and talk and then they will fall asleep just to wake up that the line is still on and ask the other guy, hello, are you there? Say, yes, I'm here. <laughs> yeah. Pastor Nana and, and where is she? Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? It starts beautiful like that. Remember the time that you came to this church? You said that you made this church your church. You will never live here. This church, you will always be here. Hallelujah. But today, there are certain brethren, they are not here. Hallelujah. Look, there's no one perfect under the sun. And the church will not be perfect. The pastor will not be perfect. And because of that, the reason why marriages are going through difficult times is for two imperfect people living under the same roof. Hallelujah. And therefore, the difficulties, they are always multiplying. Especially if the word of God is not at the center of the relationship. It's the word of God that controls all these things that we are talking about. The anger. When to, how can you master it? You can just only use the word of God. You can only use the word of God. And Jesus was very particular about hate. Hating somebody. So anyone who will say, look for that word for me. Say to his brother, Raka. 
you know, you are already bound to go to hell. Hate. Hate. I think there was another one in Matthew 5, 22 or something like that. You hate your brother. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? The next one. Hmm. There will be offenses that will be difficult to forgive and forget. And I believe that many of us will fall into this category. Matthew 5.22. Let's read Matthew 5.22. I'm preaching from here for those who would love to know where I'm preaching from. Matthew 5.22. Uh-huh. King James? Jesus is the one speaking here. Give us a new, new... American. Um, but I say... Oh, sorry. King James. AMPC. AM, okay. Oh, this is the one. Yes, Read it, please. But I say to you that everyone who continues to be angry with his brother or harbors... Can, can you see the word continues? Yes. Is it a good English word to be there? Everyone who continues... It confirms what I was saying. Be ye angry. But don't let the anger continue. Don't allow it. Don't allow it. In fact, some places say that do not allow the sun to go on toward your wrath. Are you with me, please? That means between the time that you get offended when there's some hours after, you have to master it and allow something to heal you. Are you with me, please? He said, everyone who continues to be angry, that means the anger is fine. But if you allow the anger to continue with his brother and harbors what? Malice, enmity of heart, of heart, sorry, against him shall be liable to and unable to what? Escape punishment imposed by the court. And whoever speaks what? Contemptuously and, and insultingly to his brother uh-huh. shall be liable to uh-huh. and unable to escape the punishment imposed by the Sanhedrin. And whoever, and whoever says, says, you curse fool, you empty that idiot. The word fool is what it means, the raka. That's yeah, raka. A child of God should not insult. That certain words, I don't know how they can come out of my mouth. Especially when I'm speaking it in my own language, which can be very deep. Oh, it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be that a Christian will look at a somebody, a creator, somebody that God has created, and insult the person. And sometimes some people they insult with joy. Oh yes. It feels good to say things are huh. I can't touch you, but as for my mouth, you can't know. Hey! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You look at somebody who has given beautiful children to you, and then you insult the person to the point that ah, there are certain things I can't even say it. 
Oh, yeah. Look, brethren, remember what Jesus said. He said, when the people were eating the corn on the Sabbath day and the, um, the Pharisees and the Sadducees, they were not happy with Jesus. And they said, your people, look at what they are doing. Said, Jesus said something. He said, it is not what goes into our mouth that defiles us, but what comes out of us. And everything that we say is going to the Father and is being recorded. Oh, yes. That is why the court system, remember the system and the laws of this world, the most of them are from the, the Bible. Today, when Bishop was preaching, he was talking about some of the, um, um, what are some of the, the things that we were talking about, we were discussing, the emotion. Huh? He's talking about, he said he was, said the seven things, fear, fear. Uh-huh. And the fear, he was saying that, these seven or the nine things that he gave. You, you can easily be thinking that it's a psychology, but it's actually the Word of God. And I believe that the subject psychology is actually from the Word of God. Go and see a psychologist if your marriage is not working. One of the main things I will tell you is love. And love is very strong in the Bible. Oh, yes. Yes. Not even faith. The greatest is what? Oh, yeah. Hallelujah. We need to learn to, Reverend, I can forgive. I can forgive him. But as for this one, you see, I cannot forget. Ah, Reverend, I cannot forget this one. Reverend, ah, Pastor Nana, you know, it looks like you don't understand. You don't understand. You don't understand. Oh, yes. Yeah. There's a point that you remember things. And the forgetting part, you have a memory. You are a very smart person. Are you with me? You have a good mind. You are, you, are, you are intelligent being. And therefore, to forget things is not something that is common. That is why you are educated. That is why you remember. That is why you remember your pain. You remember your account. account that, uh, the balance in your account. The only time you don't remember is when account is about to go to zero. That one you are not interested in anymore. But when it is really good, you really follow the thing closely. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. You follow well. Yeah. But when you remember those things, it has to come to a point that, wow, I'm happy that even this issue happened between Cindy and I. And now the way God has also blessed me, I think I should go and give offering to Cindy and thank her. That is how you, you, you remember the thing. To ask for the f- forgetting it, you cannot. But when you remember, it does, not bring, it does not bring pain. It does not take your blood pressure to another level. It does not bring depression. It does not change your, your countenance. Your king's countenance changed because of the hatred and the anger for not being accepted. Are you with me, please? When you sing and it's not received, it's okay. You sang unto the Lord. Hmm. God is speaking to us, your brethren. I tell you, God is healing us. The word of God is healing us. Hallelujah. And guess what? Let me give you 2 Samuel chapter 13. A few examples in the Bible. If you don't master this thing, brethren, 
It will block your blessings from God. It can pervert your judgment. Suddenly, intelligent person, somebody who cancels when then suddenly because of the offense and anger and the hatred and the deep-seated resentment, that one here, because of that, the counsel that you are giving to your friend is actually off. And sometimes because our own experience, your experience is different from my experience. Oh, yes. I'm beginning to understand that even marriages, I used to consider, oh, put your money together. Oh, no, you have to put the two, the two shall be one and things. Now, as I have grown, I have learned a lot of things. Uh, I take it case by case, case by case, case by case. There are certain people never allowed them to get us, especially if even they are leading. No. No, no. You will go retirement with poverty. You won't have anything. Our one brother was always buying gadgets. Gadgets, gadgets. Any electronic gadget that will come, this brother will go and buy. And was not working. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Am I preaching? Second Samuel, case by case. Yeah. I assess the situation. I don't, is it a medical term or <laughs> assessment? <laughs> assessment, uh-huh. Or I think the lawyers can also use that too. Yeah. yeah. You tell me who you are, tell me who she is and everything, and then I will cancel you. Oh, yes. Yes. Because what will work between us can it will not work between you and, and the person. Yeah. And many people have rendered themselves into poverty because of this. Yeah. The, what is written in the book, the Mary Council book, is a general thing. And then when you sit down, we are talking, we know your temperament and everything. And then we guide how it should be. The fever should flow. Second Samuel 13, 29 to Wow. 13, 29, 20 to 29. New Living Translation, so that this is the case of the David's children. Absalom and Amnon, the enemy is summarized, we know the story. Amnon was the first son. And I don't know how somehow she, he got interested in his half-sister Tamar. So he had a bad friend. Jonadab, whom gave the counsel, you know, and then you know all the story. And then finally, finally, um, Amnon was able to see his half-sister carnally. Am I saying carnally? Is that the right way? I'm choosing my words carefully. I'm not canceling, so I don't can't use certain words, please. Uh-huh. So, yeah. So, let's read. No, no, read from 20 to 29, if I'm right. Second Samuel 13, 20. And uh-huh. her brother Absalom saw her and asked, Is it true that Ammon has been with you? Uh-huh. So now, the thing has happened. And then, as soon as it happened, hatred entered into Amnon and sacked the half-sister. So he go. And then he said that, You cannot do this to me. Even allow me to stay here a little bit, to cover my shame a little bit. He said, No, go. 
And then when she got home, the brother saw, saw her. Yes, please. Well, my sister, keep quiet for now. Since he is your brother, don't you worry about it. So Tamar lived as a desolate... You see the counsel that the brother is giving? <laughs> as certain people, as they, when they speak, it takes... <laughs> I don't know what type of discernment to even understand what they are trying to do. Look at the counsel. Say, where well, my sister, keep quiet for now. For now. So what about later? What will happen? Nobody knows. Since he is your brother, don't worry about it. So Tamar lived in a desolate, uh, lived as a desolate woman in her brother Absalom's house, and it was the law for one not to have any sexual relationship with a half sister. Leviticus, I think, eighteen eleven or something like that. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you with me, yes, please? please? When King David heard what had happened, what happened? He was. Uh, very he angry. was very angry. Verse 22. And yeah. though Absalom never spoke to Amnon about this, he hated Amnon deeply. This is the deep-seated resentment I was talking about. Because of what he had done to his... His father also did not do well. He was the king. He was just angry. Just being angry is not enough. He should have decided to evoke Leviticus 18.11 and then Leviticus 20.17. Let's read Leviticus 20.17. Look at it. Leviticus 20.17. If a man marries his sister, uh -huh. the, daughter, the daughter of either his father or his mother, uh -huh. and they have sexual relations, uh -huh. it is a shameful disgrace. Yes. They must be publicly cut off from the community. Do what? Cut, cut, off cut off from where? From the community. From the community. So what David should have done is that should have called the son. But David was careful because at that time he wasn't sure if Abnon was going to take over the seat. Even though God spoke that the Bathsheba son is the one who will take over. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? There are times that you hear the voice of God. There are times that you are not sure because the culture and the tradition is that your first son is the one who takes over the, the kingship. Hallelujah. So for him to sack Abnom, it was something that was difficult for him to do. But you, sometimes you have to call a spade a spade. Hallelujah. Some of the kids that they are staying with us, there are times that you have to say that, my child, my son, my daughter, I think you are an adult now. You have to move on. Yeah. I should look I should look straight and preach, right? Okay, that is another time. Then let's go back to Second Samuel 13, 23. That's where we left off. Two, Two years, years later, later, when Absalom's sheep were being shared at Bar Bar Hazel near yeah, Ephraim, Absalom invited all, all the, the king's sons to come to a feast. We know this story. I want to move forward. What happened? Absalom planned because of the hatred in his heart. He used this particular invitation and then asked his servant to kill his brother. And the brother died. What would have happened if David had evoked Leviticus 2017 and Abnom was not there? Absalom wouldn't have been here. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? Second Samuel 16. 
One of the things that offenses can let you do sometimes you feel like because you are the one that the person did the thing to you, you feel like the punishment should come from you and let the person know that. But the law even cancels that. The law of the land cancels that. You cannot take the law into your own hands. That's why many people, sometimes they have genuine um, sometimes I tell people, when I cancel people, this thing, eh, you have a genuine point. Please, don't muddy the water for it to become difficult when we sit down and we cancel. Don't do this. Don't pull this trigger. Wait, wait, wait. But sometimes people will not listen. You cannot put the law into your own hands. If you do that, you can easily get more punishment than the other person. And many people will not understand, will not understand that. Hallelujah. Second Samuel 16. Let's read from hmm, 20 to 23. Amplified or New Living to Amplified, please. Amplified. Second Samuel 16, 20. The Absalom turned to Ahitophel and asked him, What shall I do next? Mm-hmm. 21, please. Now, Absalom David had become shaky a little bit on his throne. Absalom had taken over. So many people moved to Absalom as we know the story. So, the counselors, this Ahitophel was one of the um, counselors to David and Hushai. Are you with me, please? Yeah. Somebody that he counsels such that it is always close. You see, the Bible used the word as if it's coming from the oracle of God. Very intelligent, very smart. Hallelujah. And Ahitophel said to Absalom, but what made Ahitophel go here to give this, I mean, yeah, to give this, can say that Ahitophel said to Absalom, go into the father's concubine whom he has left to keep the house and all the Israel will hear that, you know, you are what? Abhorred by your father. Then the hands of whom Offense of all who are with you will be made strong. 22, please. So they spread for Absalom a tent. 23, please. And the counsel of Ahitophel in those days was as if a man had consulted the word of God. So was Ahitophel's counsel considered, by, considered both by David and what? Absalom. Look at the counsel that this man is giving now. And what made him? It was because he had deep-seated resentment. Do you remember Bathsheba? When David slept with Bathsheba and killed Uriah, Ahitophel's son, Eliam, gave birth to Bathsheba. So Bathsheba was a granddaughter to Ahitophel. So that means I had a grandson-in-law. Uh, uh, and you, David, I work with you. My daughter's husband. You orchestrated and planned and they killed him. So the man was with David. This, that story happened in 1 Samuel chapter 11. We don't know how many, of, how many days, years, months that it took for us to come to chapter 16 here. For this man now got an opportunity. Now he's giving a counsel. 
and the counsel was not coming from the Word of God. And sometimes it happens to many of us. Look, I believe that God is telling many of us that uh, you have deep-seated resentment in your, heart, in your heart right now, even in this church. Let it go, my dear. Let it go. Allow yourself to be healed. Master it. Are you with me, please? Ahitophel was a wise person, a good counselor, a man with wisdom. But today, look at what happened, what is happening here. And then the Bible says that we can't get time to read. The Bible says that after the council, then because it was taken, then chapter 17, he wanted to give another council. When he gave the council, Absalom said that let's call Husha to come to see if it will confirm. And the man came, the Hushai guy came to speak. And what he said is exactly what David was. He said, you know your father, he's a man of warrior. You know, Absalom was, Ahitophel was requesting that give me, I will take 12,000 men and I will go and chase your father. You know, you have been with David. The mighty men, they were all with David. But when Hushai came, he said, no, 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 no. The mighty men, they are with your father. You know how your father is. Look at how 17 years, the way he executed um, Goliath. Are you with me, please? And sometimes you can see that you can't, because you have allowed the offense, and you are so hurt, you are so, the thing, you cannot allow it to go, you cannot forgive, you cannot forget. It's perverting your judgment. Sometimes your financial judgment, your relationship, you know, your past relationship is leading you into the present one. The person is innocent. The person is a good person. But you are allowing what you have experienced to affect the new person who is coming. Bishop said this morning, it's like you are wearing glasses. Everybody sees this person very fair. Please, you are the second Bruni. The first Bruni is Brother George, you know. Yeah, you, 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 everybody sees you as fair. But when I put on these glasses, no, 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 no. She's very dark. I don't like her. I don't, I don't like dark people. I don't, I don't know. She's very dark. I can see why. Because there's something that is, because of the past, is blocking my judgment and my view. I can see well. And I said, Pastor, sometimes it marvels me that a cancer that we are giving based on the word of God deep down from our hearts. One of the things I try to do my best is when I'm counseling that all the people here are the children of God. If you good, bad counsel, do you know that it can come upon us? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And therefore, we do our best to make sure what we are saying is in line with the word of God. Hallelujah. At the end of the day, his counsel was not taken. The Bible says that because his counsel was not taken, he went home with his sadness and everything, put his house in order, and killed himself. Don't allow yourself to die. Don't allow your vision even to die. Don't allow God's blessing of new relationships coming to you to die. Allow yourself to be healed. Amen. To be healed. God is speaking to you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
Oh, yes. I said, Pastor, I have to, if in Apache, I've not been here for long. But sometimes when I hear something, I say, Lord, what is it? What is it? Should I say that I've regretted coming here? I cannot. I cannot. But I allow myself to be healed. I cancel. I love the word of God to cancel me and help me to move on. So when I see you and I hug you, I don't have anything in my heart against you. Oh, yes, by the grace of God. Oh, yes. But there are times that something that I've heard, something that I've seen, something that I've seen that is, I'm not really happy, but I love myself. Rise up onto your feet as we close. Hmm. Whilst you are standing, give me James chapter 19, James chapter 1, verse 19 to 21. James chapter, please pay attention. If you can even read, of course, we have the message. So, James chapter 1, 19 to 21. It says, Understand this, my beloved brethren. Let every man, are you with me, please? Please, let's pay attention. This is the counsel from God to all of us. Understand this, my beloved. Let every man be quick to hear, ready listener, slow to what? To speak, and then slow to take what? Offense, and get what? Angry. You know, have you seen that sequence? Yes. Hallelujah. Offense and get angry. For a man's anger does not promote the all the, the righteousness of God. God wishes and requires. requires. Once you get angry and you do not allow yourself you know, to be healed, you separate yourself from God's wishes and his requirements. Yeah. Are you with me, please? Yes, please. So get rid of all uncleanness and rampant outgrowth of what? Wickedness. That is where no, that is what lead, these are the things that anger leads us into. Outgrowth of wickedness eh, in a humble, but that means the solution is that in a humble, gentle, modest spirit, receive and welcome the word which implanted and rooted in your heart contains the power, the power to do what? To save, to save your anger, your depression, your resentment, your malice, all of them. That is the seat of your emotions. Souls. And when the soul is happy, because the word of God will make your spirit happy. And when the spirit is happy, the soul will receive it. And when the soul receives it, it takes it to the flesh. And you see that people who are always joyful, who are always happy, are always smiling. Sometimes it shows in your face. Even your face, you look pleasant. You look smooth. Your health. Your health. You see people squeeze their face. Sometimes you begin to get certain lines on your forehead. That is stress. It gives you hypertension and what? Depression. Many things. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? Yes. Oh, yes. Hmm. First Peter 4, 8. Last one. I have others many, but I'm giving this last one. First Peter 4, 8. First Peter 4. 
above all things have intense and unfailing love for one another. This is what will not make you to be offended. My love for him will never cause, he cannot offend me. And I'm seeing it with, with, with truth from my heart. Mama Vic, you cannot offend me. Oh, yes. You cannot. You cannot. Cindy, you cannot offend me. Mama May, you cannot offend me. Yeah? You may not be happy with me, but you cannot offend me. Because it's that unfailing love for one another, for love covers what? A multitude of what? Of sins allow the love for the person to cover the multitude or say forgiveness and disregards the offenses of what one of others. Lift up your hand, please, as we close. Speak to yourself, the Lord, help me, help me, help me. What has spoken to all of us, brethren? What can we use to master? These are the words. These are the words. How to master? Oh Jesus, my Lord. Heal us, O God. Heal us, O God. Heal us, O Lord. Heal us, O Lord. The word of God is telling me many of us are hurt. Many of us are in pain. Many of us are angry. God is saying, allow it. Allow it to go. Allow it to go. Release yourself. Release yourself and your blessing will follow. Release yourself in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Be healed, my brother. Be healed, my sister. Oh, yes, 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 yes. In the mighty name of Jesus. Oh, Payan Tele Koshela Payan Tele. Heal us, O God. Heal us, O Lord. Heal us, heal us, heal us, heal us, heal us. In the name of Jesus. Oh, yes. Yes, 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 yes. Thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Please, all eyes close. All eyes close, please. And please, if you have lifted up your hand, put your hand down. If deep down in your heart, one way or the other, you know that there's some deep seated resentment in your heart. Lift up your hand and I will pray with you. The resentment, not only from this church, but even your family. Some of us probably want somebody has done a home, your marital home, at your workplace. But more so in the church of God. Lift up your hand. All eyes closed, please. I beg you, please. All eyes closed. All eyes closed. Oh, Jesus. Bless oh God. Give us this strength to be healed. Thank you, Jesus. I see your hand up. God bless you. Who else? I can't see beyond the light sometimes. It doesn't make it possible. I see your hand. God bless you, my dear sister. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. You are releasing yourself into greatness. As long as that thing is in your heart, there won't be any space for love for anyone. There won't be any space even for you to have a sound mind. You cannot judge well in the decision taken in your life. Thank you.
Father, I pray for these ones that have lifted their hands up, oh God. We bless you for what happened. It is your word sometimes that we have to go through this. But Lord, today, they say with all remorse and of all of your word of God, heal them, oh God. Heal them, oh God. Heal them, oh Lord. Release the pain from their hearts. And Lord, let the anger leave them, oh God. Give them the grace to be what they used to be. The bad relationship, Father, being even in the your house, oh God. Lord, some people come into your house because they know that that is where they can find peace, but as soon as they enter, they see something different. Lord, hear them. Hear them. Hear them. In the mighty name of Jesus, we bless you and we honor you. In Jesus' name. In name. Amen. Amen. Put your hands together for Jesus, please. Beautiful. We hope you have been blessed. Come join us for any of our services. Contact us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Lycos Manhattan. That's Lycos, L-A-I-K-O-S, Manhattan. You can also email us at lci.newyork at gmail.com. Visit us on the web at www.lcimanhattan.com.